This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for April 27, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Last week at Easter, we heard the word that comes forth from the resurrection of do not be afraid. Fear has no place in the world, not a resurrection world. And today we learned something else profound. We learned that Thomas, the twin, is from Missouri. Because he wants to be shown. Now we do learn something else profound. We learn that more comes from that. It is be at peace. Do not doubt, but believe. Be at peace. Do not doubt, but believe. That evening on the first Easter, Jesus appeared to the disciples who were gathered together in the upper room. And the doors were locked and the windows were shut so that no one could get in because they were terrified. Interesting, given that the news was, do not be afraid. But there they were. And he appears in the midst of a locked room, which, of course, isn't possible. But there he is. And he even has the marks on him from the crucifixion. And yet he's alive. And he breathes on his disciples, giving them the gift of the Holy Spirit, that they may go forth and share the good news with the whole world. And by the time Thomas gets here, because he wasn't gathered there together with them, there were two missing. Uh, One was Thomas, the other being Judas, who had hung himself. um, And so, or hanged himself, I guess. And so he, um, he, Thomas is out. We don't know where. Maybe just from where he had fled from Thursday night, he had not gotten back yet. But he arrives, and when he gets there, he hears the most remarkable thing. They tell him that they have seen Jesus. And he's like, yeah, right. Now think about that. It's really a pretty logical conclusion. I mean, if I saw you and said to you, I just saw somebody who you knew very well and loved and was dead. When you go, yeah, right. No, he's alive, really. You go, yeah, right. I mean, he knew what happened to him. He'd been crucified. You don't really survive crucifixion. I mean, he, he knew that hadn't happened. And so he, he says, you know, as much as I would like to, I can't believe that. It's true. You know, it's that old adage. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. And, and Thomas is just thinking this isn't possible. People don't come back to life, you know, after being crucified. And so he says, I won't believe it unless I see the prints of the nails in his hand and can put my finger in them and put my hand in his side. He's trying to tell him, you know, I'm not buying this. You know, I think you guys have been drinking too much wine or something um, because obviously you're seeing things or you're playing a really cruel joke. Well, a week later, comes, it's the next Sunday, and they are still gathered together, they're still in the upper room, and it's still locked because they're still afraid. And Jesus appears to them again, and he says, be at peace. And he sees Thomas, who wasn't there the first time, he says, Thomas, see the marks in my hands? Here, put your hand on them. See the, the hole in my side? Put your hand in there. Well, Thomas's response is one of he can't believe it. I mean, he's looking at it and he 
probably closes his eyes and opens them again to make sure that's really true. And, and then he just falls to his knees and says, my Lord and my God. Now, that's a profound statement. We don't hear any of the other disciples having said that. You know, the best you'd gotten before this was uh, Peter, who had said that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. But nobody had ever fell down at, at Jesus' knees and said, you're God. And yet, Thomas does exactly that. That was a pretty profound act, if you think about it. But then Thomas was a pretty profound person. He often gets a lot of bad press because he's saying, I won't believe it unless I see it. But if you remember back before they came into Jerusalem, before they got to Bethany, they were in a town north of Jerusalem, maybe Emmaus, something like that, and when, his, when Lazarus had died and they had wanted him to come. And after Lazarus dies, Jesus says to the disciples, let's go down into Judea. And the disciples say, well, Lord, they were just trying to kill you. You know, if we go down there, they're going to kill us all. You know, we, we don't want to go down there. And he says, no, you don't understand, I have to raise Lazarus from the dead. And so Thomas is the one who says, let's go and die with him. Now think about that. That's a, a pretty bold statement, isn't it? I mean, he didn't really expect to live through it, but he, he loves Jesus so much and trusts him so much that he says, well, if he's going to go die, let's just go die with him. Now he wasn't able to fulfill his desire Instead, he ran away, but he wanted to do it. You know, his intent was to do it. And so he's the one who gathers the disciples together and they follow him down to Bethany, where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. And Jesus, in seeing Thomas, says, Thomas, do not doubt, but believe. Now, that word doubt is an interesting word. It's not really the word doubt that is translated here. You can sort of see how they get to it. But the actual word that is here um, comes from the same word as believe. Um, and in the Greek, if you want to make something negative or the opposite of something, you put an A in front of it. And so the word is pistis. And so this 